Well, hello everybody and welcome to today's Tax Intel podcast. Today, it's our pleasure to welcome the very talented Haley Studios. So we are sat in Yorkshire, having just eaten a delicious afternoon tea with the best tea in the world. Is that right? <laughs> Yorkshire tea. Yeah. So um, welcome and um, thank, you, thank you for joining us today. So I'm going to introduce everybody around the table. So we have Anna. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we have Jeff. Hi. Richard. Hi. And Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> okay, and Anna and Richard have just come back from Australia, haven't you? You just had a really cool three weeks on honeymoon, which yeah. was... Was that good? Oh, it was awesome, yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Ticked off a lot of uh, bucket list things, haven't we? And too young for bucket lists yeah. <laughs> yeah. get them off early yeah, yeah. oh no it's brilliant it, re- it really was good yeah. I we were saying because we finished off in Sydney because um, we were there during the week there was a lot of kind of s- it was very suits corporate. about it was quite corporate yeah. and it, it was almost getting, getting me back into work mode a little bit early really which is a bit sad so the back, the back end of that, I was starting to turn back onto work again yeah. but the rest time at the same time we're glad to be back and in routine and designing oh did you find it inspiring did you see lots of things there that that have made you yeah one thing that we found really interesting so uh, up in queensland at port douglas and they have the rain tree forest there and it's uh i think it's the oldest it's the oldest continuous rainforest in the world it's been like 150 going 150 million years and we're just going through looking through the kind of the touristy attractions through there just see a natural real life rainforest you see all these tropicals that are in yeah. so often at the moment. Which has been so fashionable. Yeah. Yeah. We've You've got so much years. tropical inspiration. Yeah. We've, we're yeah. building up a real photo bank of oh, that's good. stuff to, yeah. but it, to but use you in see the re- when you, you know, because you're used to dealing with palms, it's that, yeah, a selection of five different typical motifs in a tropical. And then you go to see the rainforest yeah. and it's Actually, just sprawling with thousands of species. It's, oh, wow. Everyone's was taking really, photos of family and when, where they're zooming in on all different leaves. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the vines. When you get a trend like that, that it just goes viral. I think so many people worldwide go to the encyclopedias to yeah. look for the subject matter to then yeah. create, don't mm. you? And as you say, yeah. the actual real-life experience of inspiration in a rainforest is completely different mm. yeah yeah mm. the, the one thing when we when you got back and you were talking to me about it was it was like there's about uh, i don't know how many on trees there's, there's so many it's like the trees are rainforest itself and he was saying how you know when you do a tree it's just to do with that yeah and he was like but there's was, like uh, bushes in the trees and flowers and then more bushes and well it's you know. these things called epiphytes which kind of live in organisms on the tree so you, you'll have a, a tree but then you'll have so many different other species on that tree living yeah, off that it's tree. It's not just one species. Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, so you've got all these different so kind of sprouting coming things coming off the trees. And well, she'd never think to put in a design. No, yeah, 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 but it, I mean, it, yeah. that's the thing, isn't yeah, exactly, it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's getting back to nature, isn't it, really? Yeah, mm, yeah. so yeah. we went to the right place. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really cool. So, so, yeah, in so you, yeah, you need more trips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Dad. Yeah, yeah. So when you say you want to go to, where do you think you want to go next? Vietnam, Cambodia, it's inspirational. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My, my head's not in gear. It, I'm not thinking head. about it's it. It's still jet Yeah. So, we have a family team here, and at the table we also have Jeff Haley, the original founder of Haley Studios. Hi, yeah. Not that many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly <laughs> 30. <laughs> 30 this next January. Oh. Jeff's incredibly talented and is an artist. As well as a designer and his skill, his painting skills 
you've taught the next generation too, haven't you? We're going to mm. talk to the kids about the the yeah, it's always say kids, isn't it? Yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk to the the others about that later on when we move through. But um, can you tell us a little bit about where, where you started and how you learn how you learn to paint like like you do? It's just I'm in awe. Um, I was very lucky that I started in '77 at a carpet company. But just as I started, the design director retired. And I think just to earn a little bit of money on the side, he arranged for me to have personal training with him at his home for three years. So he gave me the training he'd had as an apprentice in 1927. Wow. So I got a very out-of-time experience in training. And I was taught a lot of things that are actually forgotten now. Um, so I was very lucky and I had the sense to listen I think that's the thing you meet certain people in life you've got to realise you've got to stop and listen to these people and luckily I did Um, and he gave me a brilliant training but like everything in life as I went on and I moved into wallpapers and fabrics you meet other people like you know we said Joe Duvall and really good people yeah we were talking about mentors earlier weren't we really and Mm. I think you know when, when you have a vibrant industry which when your dad and I started our, our careers, that's where it was. Mm. So it was, to a certain extent, much easier for mm. creators to get more commercial experience. And sadly, today, it's very, very difficult for graduates to mm. get corporate experience and meet the mentors, meet meet people who have been working in the industry for 20, 40 years, who mm. are willing to share and, and build their knowledge and pass that on to the next generation. Mm. I think people tend to be more protective nowadays about what they know. It's sad, really, that what I've got, I've really enjoyed passing on to other people and training. You get a buzz out of teaching something and see them blossom. Um, So definitely it's worked now as a family team that I can train them and I get a great deal of pleasure out of doing that. How long would you say it takes to paint one of your... More, most typical masterpieces. <laughs> Think about the customers here. Yeah, yeah. Your buyers are listening. I don't know. Um, you can, it depends because sometimes you can do something really loose. Yeah. When I started training, I used to go and train at the dial director's house. And then, because I was the apprentice, I would then come back to the factory and then have to do all the poor jobs and the cleaning, the fetching. Yeah. So I had very little time. So what I started doing was I'd start practicing what he taught me in my lunch hour. Yeah. So I got to the point that I was painting a floral group in an hour in my lunch. Wow. But because of the time restriction, I knew I couldn't take the time over it. I had to just go for it. But in many ways, that taught me that quite often when you're painting, you've got to trust to instinct because instinctively you know what's right. And sometimes... People slow down because they question that. It's a bit like cooking, same thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> so so yeah. I learnt I am very quick. But even then, a design, it's a length of string. Yeah. It can be a very loose floral that you can do in an hour or two. Yeah. Or you could do something that has got peacocks and detail yeah. that could take days. I remember we just talked about Joe Duvall, didn't we? Mm. Um, who's sadly no longer with us. But I remember being in a studio in Lille with him. And I remember getting in this tiny, tiny, weeny, weeny lift and going all the way to the top floor to a studio that had in, in France that had been there I can't remember, for a hundred years. And in amongst, there were, they had photocopiers, we were at that mm. generation, but in the ceiling rafters were just hundreds of tracings, tracing mm. rub, for rubbing. 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tracings all pinned to the ceiling for all the different bouquets and layouts and all the most popular forms mm. really trails um all the repeat grids and stuff like that and they would take them down over and over again and put the grounds down and then rub those down completely different to how it's done now you probably don't mm. do that now anymore we still yeah. use tracing you still yeah. use tracing yeah. right? yeah. to a degree you use them most actually we, yeah we use light boxes predominantly but you if you're kind of free but that last one i did the shinwazu tree design you couldn't see through the ground, yeah. so I had to you trace them. You, yeah. 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 yeah, And I mean, light boxes and all mm. the other well, things that people used to use in the past. But it's it's really an incredible to when... I remember being in that room and just thinking, wow, this is just an incredible sense of time. Mm. You know, beautiful chintz patterns that probably from the 18th century just keep being used over and over mm. and over again. And those tracings now, we've got, I've got a few at home. I've really, got some. Yeah, 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 they look beautiful frames. They're works of art. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, they're real little capsules of time, aren't they? Mm. Really, which oh, I think, absolutely. you know, in many, many ways is what your work is doing well, too. Well, I quite often pull them out and say, look kids, this is how it's done. Yes. Look at the beautiful yeah. lighting. Mm. And, yeah, but yeah. if you look at all the great artists, Da Vinci, Van Gogh, you, you mm. look at all of them, they all had studios and mm. they all trained people to paint in their mm. style, didn't they? Mm. And that, you know, in order to make a living, really, it was almost like mass-produced artwork, well, not quite in the Warhol way, but that, that's what happened yeah, to them. Vasari taught art. Da Vinci. Yes. And I think one day he overheard one of his students saying, oh, Da Vinci's uh, Cupid is nicer than Vasari's. And from that point on, he couldn't paint anymore. Really? Because he, he just he realised, you know, there was somebody with so much talent that come talent, through. Yeah, mm. had come through. Yeah, but it's a pleasure to help somebody make that journey. Oh, it? it is definitely. It's a joy to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, you, it's like almost reliving what you've learned and seen somebody else blossom. Their interpretation. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's great. So on that subject, <laughs> when did you first discover that your two wonderful children were creative? That you'd actually pass that gene on. <laughs> Um, it's well, more, it's more obvious with me, wasn't it? Because I was, mm. all, I was always creative. I was always the artist who school. No, I did all art and textiles at school. I just decided to go down dance instead. <laughs> Little family row going on in but, the <laughs> <laughs> But I think, I, but I, I was always with the sketchbook. I, I, I knew I wanted to go into yeah. art from day one. I, I had a friend through primary school who was a really good artist, and while we were friends, I always saw him as a stiff competition. And so all the way through school. Uh, I was uh, I was always keen on drawing. I was I wanted to go to live drawing classes when yeah. I was like eleven or something. Yeah. I was too young to go to them, so I'd news <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can remember I uh, so I'd get anatomy books and um, I just kind of draw out the anatomy. But I can't mm. do it on. I was off sick school one day. I just ch- took it as a day to do draw out these anatomy books <laughs> and learn anatomy. And I did eventually go to live drawing and I, uh, as soon as I could, and I absolutely loved it. Um, and it just it was a it was a freedom doing it away from I was doing my A levels and it was a freedom away from my kind of hard qualification work that I needed. Yeah. To so you pass. never considered doing anything else? Uh, not really, no, no. 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 That? So that's what I mean with you. Obviously, you're creative yeah. as well, Rebecca. Yeah. But I mean, I I always so you, did a, you steal each other's paints when you were kids? Then you know, like, or did you did you? Well, the, the th- I think I think you because. For me, because it was dance, that yeah. was where my time went. I think. That's what you I were mean, dancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that was that was like after school. It was like, well, I go straight to dance, and that so that was what it was for me. Yeah. Whereas Richard, probably you come out and you like, just want to draw. But I think um, I think really between them, Richard had finished his 
fine art degree mm-hmm. and suddenly realised that you don't get a job in fine art. Yeah. It's you set up a studio in London. Yeah. Um and so it, I was really pushed freelance. I was so busy, I was getting stressed yeah. out. I offered to say, Well look, do you want to work with me? Um and it just clicked because Rich is really organised as well. I'm not I'm the typical artist talented but totally useless when it comes to organisation. <laughs> and Richard Brought that, but he also had so a strong drawing ability. Then, quietly. Oh, yeah. definitely. Definitely bossy. Okay. <laughs> but he's, yeah. he's, he's it, the company. <laughs> the cost. The business has blossomed under Richard. Really? Definitely. Yeah. How lovely is that? Oh, yeah. definitely. But but it it's been a really uh, complimentary relationship because I always like him in my head and when I described that I always like him to be like a steam train with like sat at the drawing table with paper flying over his yeah. over his head because he just he just rattles through painting and he's so you're so comfortable working like that aren't you mm. whereas maybe the rest of us we were sitting in front and sitting in front of that blank piece of paper and over now and stress and go procrastinate doing something else we before we make the first much. paint yeah whereas Some, you know so i can so i've worked well around you really getting the content of work and i've kind of structured was, it in a way when i worked at Firth's. I once got asked by one of the old designers because they got frustrated with me that I used to churn out three times more work than everybody else. Yeah. And they said, how do you keep coming up with ideas? And they laughed their head up when I said, well, first of all, I just let my mind go blank. And they all went, oh, we all know that. But I think you've just got to step back and take the pressure off yourself. Yeah. And I think just switching off, yeah. just trusting, because people don't realise, people think, Oh, you know, it's got. It's hard to create pattern. Your mind wants to structure things. The hardest thing for the mind to do is to create chaos. And yeah. so, if you start painting, your mind will want to instantly turn that mark into a pattern of some sort. So, quite often, what I would do now, if I ever got stuck, would make a mark on a piece of paper and then do another one, and then think, right, where do I go from there? And it's amazing how I've done a lot of designs where I have no clue where I'm going when I first make. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? What do you do, Richard, to relax like that? Well, I, to I, get into painting mode. To get back to, yeah, if you need like designer respite, I always go to the ocean. I find like, after twenty minutes stood by the ocean, I'm absolutely I'm fine again. And um, yeah, but I think all creatives need mm. a reset. Mm. It's like a reset, isn't it? Really. Mm. I kind of know. I feel like Richard's is. I mean, Cleaning. Is well, tidy. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it is. I think it's a way for you to. Like it's the, clean. It's tidy space, tidy mind with yeah, me. I I'm not I I'm not a designer who could work with, you know, paint pots and everything, paper stacked well, up everywhere. Just, I need a clear it's, space. It's not just that. It's like if, if you're if you are a bit anxious with everything or anything, like I have. No, we've noticed yeah, that we definitely. Went, like right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort this out. Yeah. Need, so <laughs> it he'll go true. through all the yeah. drawers and he'll sort them all out. But that's what gets him back onto track. Yeah, it really is. The whole office gets redesigned. Because he's organised something. His head's got organised again. It's kind of like getting my house in order in my my own head. (laughs) We're all weird, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Rebecca was almost an accident in the sense that... Well, she did a dance. The reason she's here or the reason she's she's creating. She she did. She'd gone to Rambert Valley in London. Really? Dance school. Wow. At 16, and she finished at 18, 19, no, no, just 19. 19. Just, um, so creative. And she was just it? starting to look at auditions, and she got deep vein thrombosis in her leg. Oh. And got told that you can't dance professionally. So that, we had a period of a few months where you were sat at home, 
really depressed. Oh, bless. Yeah. <laughs> and then she actually came to me one day and said, I'm really bored, Dad. Can I just do some painting? Yeah. And not, do not I have a go? To, not to, like, for, for them, but just for myself, yeah. you know, to, like, do something. So I'm so bored. But so I started doing bits with her, and only a few weeks in, I thought, she's good at this. Um, and at the part of time, we were still struggling because we changed direction business-wise. And it was a, her uncle said, well, look. Well, it wasn't just that. It was also because I said to them, because it really, it was like my career had gone. Yeah, that, that was it. And that, at what, such a young age. Yeah, and I was like, what what do, what do I do? I had no backup. I didn't expect this. And I remember sitting, I'd been thinking, after doing a little bit younger, I'd, I'd had a good thing. And I remember speaking to your mom, sitting down and being like, I'm going to start looking at maybe doing like art courses, you know, like these short courses. Yeah. And I thought... I was saying to them, you know, maybe like in September, because this was the start of the year, I said, maybe look into something like that. And my dad just said, do you know what? It's like, why, why bother paying when I know I can give you a much far better training from home? And I, because I couldn't believe it, because I thought, you do that when you work, you know, working. But then that's when, uh, luckily, my uncle uh, was happy to sponsor me. And I mean, if it weren't for him, then it, I wouldn't have. Well, it was the wage, really, to be able to get started. That's fantastic. And he said, look, I'll sponsor Rebecca for two years to get you started, and then after that, it's up to you. But by then, we'd we'd changed direction when Richard joined, and it was starting to pay off anyway, and then Rebecca, it clicked, so we could afford it. How long ago are we talking here? Ten years? How long was it since you started? Uh, well, Anna's, Anna's good on days. Um, about seven years. It was about seven years what, yeah, when you joined. Yeah. Um, I think it, then about five years for Five Rebecca. years for me this time. Which mm. And then Anna, what, what are you? About three, three years. years. Yeah. 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 Mm. So. But it's, it, is, it is crazy when you think all of this, because it's almost nice that we've had it in steps, the, the few yes. years between, because... Yeah. I know when I start training, which was like, look, like if you, you know, you get so you plateau and then you go up. And yeah, you, you hit a wall. Yeah, yeah. and and Richard was like, oh, don't worry, I'd be at that point, blah blah blah. And, but then it was nice because then when Anna started, and there'd be like points where I'd be like, oh, I've hit that, and I and then I could be like, look, you know, it sounds Richard, it, it, you it pass be, it, it, and it's just it's just part of that learning curve. We've all been there to relate. Yeah, we've all so been a little really bit down nice. line that we can relate to the stage. Yeah, the and, first and previous you can see. Then everyone's improvement and and how quickly as well. Yeah, that's um, great. So yeah, it, it's just when, when we're struggling with a design, you well when I've struggled, you too do that arm. Oh, do oh, the yeah. victory, the pose. victory <laughs> pose, and yeah. you've got to put your arms. What yeah. well, do you, and, what do you and, make and me do? Got, oh, of, the, of, the, of the four of us, Anna's got the least confidence in her own ability. So we we. But that's constantly because you're new, newish to the team. Yeah, yeah. she is. Yeah, it grows. Yeah. Confidence grows. Yes, it does. Yes. So we have her. Some, if she's struggling at the paint, she, yes, we have her do the victory pose, yeah. get her hands in the air, all One it. arm each, and we'll be like pushing. We'll be like, yeah, yeah, and then she end up ends up being like, yeah, yeah. And so then we're all do. we're all chanting and dancing <laughs> around the office. Aren't and then yeah, then, then you get it done, don't you? Yeah, you do. It works. It works. Anna, you did a yeah. good degree in textiles, didn't you? Well, actually, I studied three D design. Okay. But it, coming out, I didn't feel like I really did the right course for yes. me. Um, and when I was younger, I was always into textiles and I loved sewing and loved fabrics. And then um, went on to do foundation course. And I was kind of, I feel I was kind of pushed into doing 3D design a little bit. And 
Really, I didn't. You in, not really, yeah. no. Um, but then after all that, <laughs> oh, first, yeah. yeah wow. but, she's a worker. Yeah. I like it? to think I can. If I put my mind to something, I can do it. But, but it wasn't going to be your vocation at the end. No, no. And who? Um, so you you met Richard. Well, we met before yeah. uni. Here. Um, yeah. yeah, we yeah. met before uni on foundation. Yeah, and so that's, that's eleven. That's over ten. That's yeah, eleven that's years 11 ago, isn't it? As of a few years days ago. ago. And then, so did Richard teach you to paint? Or did you, or um, all, all learn combination. To yeah, yeah, I think because I feel like we've been together and I've been around the family so long. Yeah. I've always been around it as well, and we you know, did a bit I'd before come, you started. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I've had a bit of training before. Um, and then after uni, I did a little bit more with you. Um, but then, obviously, you need to earn money. So yep. I got more yep. normal jobs. and To support, yeah, yeah. To, to support your creativity. Yeah. Out there, a lot of people still have to, a lot of people yeah. have to do that when they yeah. start off, do you, don't they? It's do really you know hard what, to make um, a living to start off with. Just to quickly say, so that you might find this yeah. interesting. But I had, um, and I imagine it is the same for designers it's similar but i have uh, someone on through facebook that went to ron bear yeah talking dance terms but it can be related to this that she's trying to make a hashtag make it work because yeah. some people see that is it it's see it as if you're working a pub job that you fail but it's not no, that if you're in you, you tr like you've just yeah. said you're doing that to support um to you support your creativity, creativity. To, to be able to and you're making it work absolutely so you yeah do and I thought that was so like it was like a really good point because people look at that from the other perspective and if you say like, if you're a designer and you say yeah and I work in a pub part time that some people will say oh we can't do very well then but that's yeah. what I mean but that's like the that. complete antithesis of that you, yeah, you and, yeah. it, and I think in modern life as well very mm. much for the younger generation they have to have multiple income streams yeah. and I think that's the modern way that you might have two well, three or four jobs or you might specialize you might have yeah. one permanent job that brings you in the money that pays your regular overheads mm. And then beyond that, you exactly. you have your vocate your your interests that you, are your your passions and that you want to make mm. a living from, but you might be working really hard on three or four of those mm. simultaneously, whilst yeah. paying the bills. And I think yeah. that's the that's common sense. But mm. My uh, attitude foundation. That's what it was. Kind of some parting advice from my uh, my main tutor at the time. He said, "If I was you, if I could go back to being at your stage, you know, going into being a painter." As an artist at that point, this is before I got into design, he said, I would get a job as an accountant or something that's kind of real, the opposite of uh, being creative, and then you can then spend the rest of your time being creative and then do your painting. Because if it's so often people go into doing a job like teaching art or something, yeah. and then ne they never get around to doing the art, the creative work outside that they promise yeah. to themselves yeah, well, because they're using all that, that creative yeah. energy during the yeah. day. Yeah. And he said, like, you just want to get a job that earns or be a train driver or something yeah. so then you can come home yeah. and just do what your passion is. I think that's the message isn't it for anybody that's listening really as a creative that's just graduated or somebody mm. later on in life and a creative journey who wants to do something completely different. So it doesn't mm. matter when you start that journey just mm. keep going. Yeah. 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 Just, just make find a way to make it work. Yeah. Just yeah. Hashtag make it work. Yeah. yeah. No that's really good. Yeah. So just just skipping back slightly then all of your work's hand painted. Yes. Everything's hand painted. Hmm. Um, but you do use CAD as well, don't you? You use a couple of CAD programs Certainly, to yeah. digitise everything in the end. Yes. Yeah. yes. So do you ever sell pure painted... Obviously it's painted artwork, but do you ever sell a painted piece to, yes. to clients? You do still do that as well? We, we used to do that all the time, and then we switched to doing 
print. scanning everything and yeah. selling just prints as a digital file so that they yeah. can actually just input it straight into the yes. system. Yeah. 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 But now we've been getting people that just want to buy artwork. They don't want to even look at printed yeah. digital files. So we've started showing again artwork alongside and yeah. this digital printing. And I think that those customers have always been have always been there to a degree, but maybe this is a part of our being a small business and learning and finding our feet where we kind of thought, we took a step back and thought rather than just having a collection of prints, let's start showing people artworks again and just to and and we we found we'll get a little bit people, as well because customers. people will stand they'd look at the quartiers work and think we just scanned it out of the book. Yeah. Yeah. So we started to show the artwork to say, no, actually, like this evidence. is all our original <laughs> artwork. I wonder if it is because also, like you were saying, like it's coming a bit more in trend, like to mm. be painted. Oh, it's nice I mean, to I actually have the actual thing there. The I love, side. I love going to, to to some of the shows and stuff because I miss the smell of a portfolio. And one of the most <laughs> wonderful things when I, when that's how your dad and I met. I used to be buying designs with Joe mm. many many years ago over at Colorol and Wilman. I used that was like the favourite part of my day, aside from coffee first thing. Mm. But then when all the portfolios open and that whoosh, that incredible smell from mm. the portfolios and then sadly that disappeared for about ten or fifteen mm. years, didn't it really, with the the people embracing digital and everyone mm. you know, not yourselves, but a lot of people got really giddy with it. And mm. um, we had this like whole generation of Photoshop, didn't we? And as you say, the painted masterpieces were still there, but they weren't presented no. in a painterly format. So I, I totally agree with you. I think paint mm. presenting side by side yeah. shows the true, shows the craftsmanship. And at the end of the day, Photoshop, CAD and Illustrator are tools. Yeah, That's all yeah, they are. Yeah. It's like yeah. Excel for an accountant. Yeah. That's all it is. It's yeah, just it is. a way to for you to prep and prepare your artwork to the client's needs yeah. mm. whatever that repeat size is in minutes and all of those things you don't ever want to go back to the drawing board and have to redraw it in a repeat and yeah. do, do all of that or correct repeats by cutting things out and painting the blotches back over exactly. and all that stuff we had yeah. to do years ago you do that digitally because that's yeah. efficient that's more sustainable and as well because we sell now around the world you find that design repeats are different in china yeah. than they are in america than they are in yeah. korea so you always have to readjust sizes yeah. or change structure slightly. Yeah. And that's far easier on computer once the artwork's scanned. Yeah. And that's changed massively in the industry as well, hasn't it, with the with the use of digital print technology because yeah. mm. when when you and I were designing all those years ago, it was about six forty or nine four one. It was about yeah. the circumference of the screen, whether it was America or the UK or mm. Europe really. Now it's a square box. If it needs to repeat, it can be square. But depending on the product it's been made for, it can repeat or it might not repeat. Well, it can be a panel or a mural. It can be exactly. anything that digital technology yeah. allows you to do. Yeah. Mm. I, was, I was just going to say, because we've started embracing design and doing uh, mural designs for our uh, portfolio. And for a while, I liked the idea of doing some, but I was thinking, oh, I don't what, I don't know what uh, repeat size would work for or what what dimensions are used for mules and I was trying to ask customers and they, they weren't clear and in the end I thought oh let's just produce them and let's just we we, yep. we looked at Do we had a, a rough estimate and we, we designed them and then you found the is, no one was interested we, they just they learned, liked the artwork we learned a valuable lesson from that I remember you saying like do you know what in future if there's things we want to try just have a stab at it and then and then kind of because we're perfectionists, so first, we wanted yeah. to know exact sizes, know, mm. you know, know what we're doing straight away. Whereas, like, it was holding us back, really, from trying it. And now now we decided, like Rich said, we just thought, let's just try it, see what happens. Yeah. And it's took off. Yeah. Well, 
if we'd have done that earlier, so probably we were thinking about it, yeah. you know. Uh, I think it's, it's a, yeah, you, you tell yourself things that you think the customers what, uh, expect from you, but then you often find that they don't, if that makes yeah. sense. No, exactly. As long as it's beautiful and, so you, and they can work with it and we can adjust, then they can make, see it working. Because you know? we, we get a, a common thing that we get from other studios who, who we speak to. Uh, they ask us, oh, do you uh, separate your design, do you separate your colours and that kind of thing? And we don't now. We did initially, but now we our prints, uh, our designs that we print, uh, put into repeat, yeah. are full colour. Yeah. So we don't reduce them in colour or anything like that. Part, m m my main reasoning behind that is actually that has been the master copy then. Yeah. They can take it down in any shape or form, yeah. but other students say, oh, but don't they need it? Don't they need the colours reduced and for production and blah, blah, blah? I said, well, well, again, so no. often no one asks. It's never a problem. Because yeah. at the end of the day as well, is it going to go digital or analogue? Yeah, exactly. So if yeah. it's going to go analogue, then now you, they, they're, you'd have a specialist colour separation exactly. artist who would mm. get the best out of the ink yeah. yield for the for the gauze and everything else that they were going to be using in their technology. But if it's digital, it's then it would, be, it would be separated within CAD and the colourways made for the renders and the augmented reality. Yeah, but then it, yeah. when it prints digital, it just mm. prints digital. Just well, when it... exactly. We separated some at the start yeah. and it caused more problems. Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. said, no, just give it as full colour. Yeah. We'd rather have it full colour and yeah. break it down ourselves. Which is actually so much better because it saves so oh. much time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's boring. Yeah, mm. it is. If you're, yeah, well, I shouldn't say that really because <laughs> colour separation artists are incredibly talented too. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's nice yeah. for you to be able to move on to the next job, isn't it, really? Yeah. And not get exactly. stuck yeah. into. Sometimes, like with someone, I remember years ago when we used to be working together, I'd have to get it to eight colours because that was the budget. Mm. And you know, it could just ruin a design, yeah. Yeah. taking yeah. it down to, the, to yeah, that many. That, that yeah, all, that <laughs> was always Six one sometimes. Thing that, that we kind of said about it kind of, for us, because it is like a piece of art it really loses something when you yeah. knock it down and that that's also and it loses something from when you you've scanned it and you print it off you yeah. know so that's why we have almost gone but, that's, to take but so. then that's where we have the have this tussle where we're trying to kind of rein it in i think look we are designing for industry we yeah. can't just create it's a fine line I think that the portfolio has to have a balance of both yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it does yeah. Yeah. Cause the amount of times we I mean it, it's just an endless changing game with with, with when you hold a portfolio you at one point, you'll I'll be telling them, "Oh, we're doing too many kind of painterly uh, designs. We need to get some more colour restricted designs." And all of a sudden, it's I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying this, and then I'm saying the opposite An example, to that. It's really it's such a fluctuating yeah. thing. Last year in Hindtext, we had this guy came. I think it was Russian came on, and said, "Oh, you're doing florals. They're out of fashion now. Why are you bothering with florals?" The same guy came in January this year going looking for florals yeah. oh like the Wilman florals of the 1990s he actually asked for those oh yeah, yeah he literally did yeah, yeah that's oh, a good point yeah. Yeah. and you're thinking you were the guy that were telling really? us last year that florals are finished yeah it, there's a real irony there because the only person it, 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 it was, he had a stickler with he had a like, he wanted to get that over to us yeah. last he had a bit, January it, me and Rebecca probably took it a bit too personally which you shouldn't do but the bit. He had a, it was like he was giving us a real lecture on it yeah. um, and telling us off. But then, yeah. but then, then, then he came back and this say thank year. you and wait for him to leave. Yeah. But I think often some, sometimes people like that as well. They aren't they aren't feeling the beat of the industry. Mm. Yeah. They're listening to gossip and not necessarily yeah, yeah. the trends. Yeah. Well, really. funnily they're enough, not looking for the next big thing. But well, we yeah. tend to look at fashion. Massive and have been for ages. Well, they're never really properly out. No, really, there's historical. You know, at the end of the day, 
our job as designers is to create products that the consumer can live with. Hmm. They live with, they, they glance at them, they see them, but they become part of their daily lives, but they're all almost in interiors, to hmm. a certain extent, subliminal, aren't they? Yes. They have to be practical, functional, and for so many different product groups that that's, that's the true skill of a designer, hmm. I think, which is so often hmm. forgotten, really, when you're producing work commercially. Yeah. To get that balance just right. It is. Yeah. But you have to, I think what that guy's conversation for the girls with that guy is is about really is that, you know, just ignore people like that mm. and follow your instincts. Mm. Yeah, you are try to. You are the designers, he's the buyer. Mm. It's, the de- it's the designer's role to create the inspiration for the industry, mm. not yeah. be led by the nose by the industry. I, have, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. Around. I often found working in industry and dealing with sales directors yeah. that salespeople have a habit of always looking backwards at what's sold and what exactly. was the best seller. Designers are always looking for the next thing. Yeah. So they're, they're always trying to be one step ahead. And I think there's a kind of blend of both. You've got to be aware of what's yeah. been selling, but you've also got to have got to that be, yeah. edge of the next step. You have to inspire. Mm. Otherwise, you're just treading water, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, and I think every brand has to have their core essentials that they're known for. But you have to push the boundaries every now and again, mm. otherwise it's stale and won't last very long. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, yeah, that's certainly true. No, definitely. Um, it's your time for the next question. Oh, we've covered so many. Where are we up to? <laughs> How many patterns would you say? This is a good one. You can all answer separately if you like. How many patterns do you reckon you've got in your collections? The we, archive must be massive. Is Well, our, our portfolio generally fluctuates from... A, around 200 to 300 doesn't it yeah, yeah. Mm. It, and it, it, it it bounces around that margin and then it, we, we keep... sell a good percentage don't we so yeah that's always... so that's probably on a, is that on a three or six month kind of turnaround three um, shorter our last year we, we, last year we did just shot a 500 didn't we yeah wow. it's yeah. great yeah yeah it's really good so it's it's um when you consider oh that's all painted work as yeah well. it is yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. But, and then we would a, a huge thing as well is sometimes we will have a design that we all feel has potential, but it doesn't sell, and it's it's frustrating because we thought that oh that's a dead cert seller, and then you recolor it and it just it fly, it, it sells in your next meeting, and it, the more colour you do, the more you realize how important color is. Oh, you know, yeah. we yeah. so so often if a design does a design always has about two or three lives. If the yeah. first colourway doesn't work, we give it another lease of life with another colourway. And, you know, you know, and it's so yeah. often, it, it tra- mm. absolutely transforms the design. It's interesting you say that, because I always remember one of the things when we used to be sampling, where we'd bought a design from somebody, and then we'd separated it, and then you started mm. to try to colour it. If it coloured effortless, 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 can't speak, <laughs> then it was going to be a winner. Mm. But if you struggled as the designer at the very beginning to get good mm. colourways out of that, it was mm. always going to be yeah. always yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. never actually really thought of it that, like that. That is such a good point because yeah. some that you think, oh yeah, I can't wait to go, and and it does just come and you think, oh, it's such a nice colour. But with others that where you think, oh, when you struggle, it's I, just, don't, yeah. I don't know if it's because you just it sometimes it, usually I find it's the ones that I'm like maybe not as inspired by maybe no. yeah it's weird it's I always remember coming in to see Joe one day and I'd yeah. done a design for him a magnolia design yeah and they he'd had colourways done he was licensing it to Schumacher yeah and he, he he said oh come over here and he showed me these and they'd had about 10 colourways and every colourway was beautiful and he said this is a seller yeah it's a winner and it ended yeah. up being Schumacher's best ever seller yeah. 
And it it was true, it coloured beautifully yeah. and it just works and he said that'll sell, yeah. so without doubt. And in those days I can remember people would buy it off a piece of artwork. Yeah. They'd order fifty thousand rolls of wallpaper yeah. off yeah. A, a sketch. Yeah. Which is staggering when you think of that now. I mean, does that still happen? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know if I'm sure they still produce that kind of oh, volume, volume yeah. in wall coverings. But to be brave enough market, to do that now. But I'm not sure there'd be that many buyers that mm. would be. They no, they'd they'd want to see it to scale in colour yeah, in yeah. a render on a wall in a picture before mm. they'd probably sign the dotted line. Yeah. But mm. then going back years ago, buyers were much much more instinctive, weren't they? Mm, they would. Yeah, they're much much more instinctive. So yeah, you kind yeah. of knew the markets in a different way. Mm. But um, yeah. 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 Maybe they weren't so responsible, held responsible then for huge amounts of um, waste yes. in landfill as mm. they are now. With the yeah. buying teams get it wrong, mm. a huge amount of waste and a huge amount of capital sat there doing nothing, haven't you? Yeah. So they have to be very, very careful about yeah. short-term production. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's totally, totally different. Um, and just on that topic, how do you research trends? Do you think trends exist, or do you think they're more you know, moves? I feel we I, debate this quite this a is, lot. I think I think there are tr in fashion. Definitely, there are certain trends, but then I do think with home interiors, I feel like you kind of we do we do look at trends or yeah. try to, but it's like a pinch of salt. I yeah. think personally, I think I you know I take into but then I I just see the same thing. It's just like oh they'll cover like a lot of yeah. of it variety so it's kind of like there's not like one specific thing or so you know and, and i think so i think it's quite difficult especially when you've got such a huge amount of like customers that are yeah. so varied across yeah. what, what they want and i what think it's yeah I think, I think you're right i think modern life really is about tuning into what the world wants yeah. tuning into what the end customer yeah, wants yeah. To, wants to see not as as your dad said just before what's selling yeah. which so yeah. often in in commercial life can be the trend and, it, mm. and for a design house shouldn't be really you've got to have an inkling as to what's commercial but you've got to be driving it driving yeah. it driving mm. it haven't you so uh, and yeah. a trend can just be colour mm. yeah, it can be a whole feel for colour uh, I think to fair that we have spotted certain trends that have lingered like we were yeah. saying earlier tropical, tropical yeah, has still been there. massive still is <laughs> we actually by accident set off a bit of a trend on a run of designs that where... genius, that wasn't an accident. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it's a moment of genius. An agent asked us for a peacock design. Yeah. But we didn't realise she meant peacock feathers. Right. And we did a design with the full peacock. Oh, okay. But it sold and went down really well. And then other people sat seeing it and then oh, they well, wanted well. it. We ended up doing so many designs with peacocks yeah. in yeah. that we thought we can't do any more. Uh, but it just kicked off a trend. Uh, we oh, started. We can't, we can't take well, it surely. Not. No, take it. But that's what we were saying. That was like a moment where we said, like, you know, that's that's our part in being trendsetter. Yeah. You know, that's yes, how we're. That's our, our, uh, foot. Yeah. But yeah, it was almost yeah. an accident that it happened that way. But, you know, sometimes but things work. You're very work humble. Like you had so many of those best selling accidents yeah. <laughs> over the years, haven't yeah, you? How many? I mean, you you worked for all the biggest brands. Over Some, the years, you know. Melanie Kaplan, who at the time design director at Dan River yep. in the 90s, said to me, and I always thought this was true, she said, you've either got to be different or beautiful. And I've always thought, well, 
whatever we do, let's try at least make it beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a big step. And colour. Colour is essential. Yeah. yeah. But we do do, to be fair, like... We do a lot of colour research. I, yeah, I really do try and, like... Because I, I do enjoy doing it as well. Yeah. You know, and, but we all kind of... So we have like the Milanote. I don't have you have you heard of Milanote? No, what's oh, that? It's actually. really like good a software. Did you tell me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it. Like it's a really yeah. it's like a digital uh, scrapbook. A digital mood. Is it like having your own personal Pinterest? Yeah, in yeah. A way, yeah. Where you can just drag and drop things. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd say it's easier than it's Pinterest. Easier. It's yeah. uh, you don't have to save anything. You just drag it in, move it all around. You can make annotations. You can have different. Boards. It's really because it's really intuitive. So you can. Between, you can get your ideas yeah. on there really quickly. Nice it's it's really, yeah, really good. It's nice because uh, we'll, sh- we'll sh- save that in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we have so we have like all of our own, and then we have other things. But we have like the the months and like, I, I, for instance, after Hieratics, I did a big magazine haul because every about three months or so, three or four months, I, we tend to do, go out and get loads because even though it's just mag, you know, it's like the, it's just really, I think it's really important to see what what you know what's out there. Yeah. Um, so we do all that. We do. We always look on Pinterest. Always, uh, always. Just like Instagram's just a good, in, you know, because it's current. And then like, and then we also look at like, you know, all the brands and things. But um, what's what's nice about Milner is that we all kind of. I think everyone has their own taste, what they like. Yeah. So we all put picture images in, like, oh, I've just seen this. I like that, and just yeah. drop it in, and it's really nice because then you get this. Uh, collaborative like yeah. of all these different things and then then we can separate them like I did before Heimtex a big we decided at Heimtex we were going to have some handout uh, like postcards yeah. with uh, with his design and then the colour tabs you know roughly I saw those that was a great thing oh, to yeah. do yeah. 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 it really helped but we researched those colour ways and it showed because like there was one particular like the mauve yes. one and a lot of people had such nice colour but we researched it Yes, it, so it did make it because the time we did in that color, the woman bought it because of the color. Yeah. She loved the color. Yeah, and it's uh, it, so important. Because we made a point of uh, we didn't just want to do these color cards and then have no, none of those colors in our portfolios because yeah. that'd be kind of silly, really. So we we had a, so many of uh, designs within those colorways, yeah. and and it really it, it, it proved it was a nice effective. goal for us to aim to and yeah. um, to have so many for each colorway. Yeah. Um, I so think you as didn't well. have to think about colouring it up in a, you know, reinventing mm. the wheel with well, a colour where you've, you've got your... I think that's a sales aid as well, set. isn't it? Because all of the major brands have their colour, their, their dye lots and dye colours that mm. they're using mm. for that season. So mm. ma- you're making that process, the purchasing process, so much easier because you're already in their areas. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And they've yeah. got their little colour chips in their head. They know what they need to buy for the next season. And when they buy something that's already coloured beautifully and they know it works, it gives them mm. more confidence yeah. in making mm. that that yeah. final purchase yeah. isn't it that's yes. really good but yeah so it, it is it is a we do, definitely do look to like we definitely uh, research on but our trends is like I think we're not we're not defined by yeah, trends yeah, exactly. are we yeah I think to a degree I I I am a little bit skeptical of trends yeah. really if I'm completely honest but I think as designers it's 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 a bit like what you were saying about when you're painting about trusting your instinct yeah. I think it's almost as designers, you absorb just 
you absorb kind of what's coming through yeah, a trend. It, it's, you, do. You, you do it un- unconsciously, it's really. It's yeah, subliminal, really. Subliminal. Yeah, you, you, you build a contemporary eye and through... It can, yeah, it can be something that you've seen on the news. It can mm. be something you see on your travels. Yeah. You don't yeah. really know how you put it all in there. But I think yeah. a designer, to be a good, good designer, they sometimes can filter out the noise mm. and bring those visions through onto yeah. the drawing board. That's yeah. what you do. And that's yeah. what great designers do, isn't it? I think as well, uh, me and Leslie have always found we've done this for years where we, we go out shopping for something and we know exactly what we want and we cannot find it. And then 12 months later, there's loads of it. Yeah. And I think that's just because we're working in industry. Yes, you see. You're, you're seeing you're what's it. new. Yeah. You're always just a little bit ahead of the curve in the manufacturing yeah. Yeah. and you never quite get what you want when you want it. Yeah. Um, so I think you are more aware of it than you realise. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I always say. Yeah, it's it's just it's in the way you breathe, isn't it? It's in your, it's in your, in your yeah. DNA. You just, I think, as you know, if you were to look back as when you were kids and stuff as well, you naturally. I'm sure you all do the same thing. I naturally store pictures in my head, and I don't mm. know why. And I can I know where everything is, and I kind of yeah. can pull it all through. Yeah. So when you ha- when you're inspired about something, suddenly a memory of something you saw that you don't actually remember seeing necessarily yeah. comes through, and then that's mm. what gets on the yeah. piece of paper. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a skill to do that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's not something I think can be taught either, really. Yeah. I think, no, that's I think some people genetic. are just generally better at it. Yeah. And colour as well yeah. is another mm. one. You, yeah. you you can be taught to understand colour, but to have a true eye for mm. colour is a gift. Well, Rebecca does a lot of the colouring, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, do, I enjoy doing it, though, as well. Yeah. And it, it sometimes, like, if there's a, a particular, you know, like we were saying about a tw- nice design, I'll be like, I'll be cool that. <laughs> just because it looks like I like to play around. You like a challenge. I, I just, yeah, I, I just enjoy I think doing Rebecca's it. got the gift. Rebecca has <laughs> yeah. the gift. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just enjoy doing we it. We saw a customer, was it last week? And they commented, didn't they, how beautiful the a colour was in the folder. Which was nice because we always used, I think we used to get put in a bit of a, not only traditional, but the colours maybe being a bit, but I think now we're starting to, I don't know, it's just. A, but maybe it, that's because we're looking at, the trend yeah. stuff and somehow and it's, it's and we forming are something in our mind. I mean, yeah. I think you're kind of becoming a bit more aware of marketing, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. generically overall, I think that's kind of about having an, an internal face for the business and an external face too, isn't mm. it really? And I think as social media drives sales and brand aware, awareness and availability these days, yeah. You have to have those skills now. Mm. So you probably have to create design content that you know will look great on Instagram, mm. great yeah. on LinkedIn, mm. et cetera, et cetera, because yeah. it generates traffic and interest for the studio yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And I think we, it, we, I've from day one, I've always found it frustrating marketing our business because we have a very kind of niche customer really. You know, we design buyers for home textiles and so kind of marketing our business as it is is all and it's always difficult because you 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 were never going to find i don't know if i'm describing this very well you it was just you weren't going to find the people you needed basically yeah. from what for what we were doing and the, and then on the other side of it as well you're always dealing with designs that are not going to going to end up being ours once we sell them so if we're going to splash a design yeah. that we like yeah. over some marketing material if that sells to someone then yeah. We're going to be thinking, oh, that's not so our design anymore. Exclusive. So, it, and yeah. that was actually the main thing. But I think what Instagram, what social media over the last five years or so has really taught me is that everything's opening up. You can totally. you can totally share 
and that's that's what's been really liberating for us actually on the marketing side yeah. is thinking we can start to share our work a bit yeah. more share our designs whereas my first half of working I felt like I couldn't share any Quite of our it, designs yeah. um, for marketing purposes because oh copyright copyright yeah. copyright yeah whereas Instagram mm. now has really opened that up yeah. which is really like it's liberating I would say yeah. no, it's, it's made marketing a lot easier for us mm. Mm. no it's incredible it really is it's in, it, yeah. it is incredible how you can reach your your target audience yeah um, yeah in minutes really mm. and yeah. also test things as well you know yeah. then you can put something out how about this colorway and it's like oh I love it love it hate it hate it yeah I think that kind of engagement yeah. is, is really important for the industry as well isn't it which kind of leads us on to one of our next points actually because we were having a little chat earlier about um, and Anna told me some secrets about you actually at Home Text didn't you about how technical you are oh. yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a phrase she told me about Sorry. How, yeah. how technical your house is and how oh, to switch okay. anything yeah. on yeah, that's true, you, need, that's true, yeah. you need an app yeah. is this true <laughs> It is, yes, it is I'm true. sadly, I'm um, gadget, gadget boy, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of, I can get a bit efficiency obsessed where if I can make a job less, where I don't have to lean over to do it, I'll do it, you know, it's literally, <laughs> I, yeah. But that lovely. I enjoy, I enjoy, I, I enjoy uh, optimising efficiency and that kind yeah. of, I just love it, That's I could do it for a, a hobby kind of thing. That's smoother now. Because he's always going, oh, I can improve this. And you think, oh, not again. Not again. Just, just, just can't we just leave it? it? But then afterwards, but you, you need think, somebody no, yes. that makes you do that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah, love exactly. that. I love that kind of the idea, that compounding effect. That if I can shave five minutes off that job over a year's time, that's going to add up. I, I love the idea of those kind of results. We really are going to the next level here, Richard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. I just want to switch a. Light off Put the with it. On. Yeah. yeah, I just want to press the button and it's off rather than all these oh, apps yeah. and stuff. But, but that interest in technology and innovation is yeah. what's driving you forward too, isn't it? And that's yeah, what's inspiring yeah. you to, yeah. to to branch out and do something new, isn't it, with um, with the business? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So. I mean, are you talking about what, yeah. what we're no. going to... Yeah, yeah. yeah so... Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's on page two, but we're nearly there. No, no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, we're, we're all, I mean... It comes from the story of collaboration, doesn't it, as well? And it com- comes from the side of knowledge sharing and yeah, and teaching and... Yeah, so it's, it's... I've... Uh, do what we do now, as much as I enjoy it, I, I always have something... Uh, the kind of there's a side project in the in the back of my mind that I'm always kind of thinking about, always mulling over, and at, for a while that took the shape of doing our own fabrics, so yep. putting our own wallpapers and setting up our own brand. Uh, but it, it just never quite sat right. It was, I didn't quite know how to tackle it, and over the time that's that I that kind of avenue is manifested into what going online and. As a result, doing online, doing an online course based on how we work. The masterclasses, aren't they? Yeah, they're ma- going to be masterclasses. Yeah, yeah, and because I think it's coming back to what Rebecca was saying earlier, how really it's quite evident how Dad could teach me, and then me and Dad, in effect, could teach Rebecca how to paint, and then we've done it with Anna. This stage, this this approach to painting, like how we do and how we design, it it you can it's. 
it is something it. you can pass on and train. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's not like it's not it's it's skill not is just, an inherent thing. It there is a structure yeah, to how to. There's a technique. Exactly. Well, there's a technique there that then whoever learns that technique then applies their own exactly, creative yeah. style. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So it's never going to be the same. No. no. It's just, exactly. It's a way of it's a way of creating. It's learning how to use your tools yeah. to be creative. Yeah. And um, we spoke about that earlier, didn't we? That there is a whole I would say a generation, but it's more than one generation. Yeah. Two. Yeah. It's two or three mm. generations of people who have gone through uni and have never been told taught how to paint or how yeah. to understand mm. form and content light how mm. to use light in your work how to use light to reflect color to mm. engage to create an inspiring interior drape yeah. that mm. when it folds it moves and it it sits yeah. comfortably to be in the room and it's beautiful yeah you know the people just aren't passed on those skills yeah, yeah. and also mm. people don't appreciate those skills as well yeah uh, and you know, don't re- don't don't maybe don't understand how how much of that is from like you know so long ago, but how mm. valuable it is, how, yeah, how relevant it is. Yeah. Yeah. The nice so, thing is as well that when I had the studio before, the three girls I had at that studio are all head designers now. Really? Yeah, and they're Hallmark and yeah, you know, companies like that. So I know what we train is right. It yeah. it does develop yeah. the person, and I, I do believe that. Anybody can be a designer, and uh, there are better. Obviously, everything's balanced, but everybody has the ability to create. But yeah. they've got to understand finding, finding the tools their to niche, do it, isn't it? Mm. Really, yeah. as you you know, like you thought it was three D, it wasn't. Mm. It was interiors mm. <laughs> and painting. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. You know, people move on to design cars and do lots and lots of different things. Oh. Everybody has that creativity. It's just yeah. being being able to taught to focus and channel it. Yeah. And being given the right toolbox, yeah. which you know, the four of you have been lucky to to learn from your dad over the years, yeah. which is an incredible skill. And now you want to help other people do that. Yeah. yeah so well, I mean, this this is so I didn't totally answer your question. So this is, uh, so this is where we're at now. We, we I I had this idea of how can we teach what you know? The, how can we pass on this knowledge? It can never just be uh, passing it on vocally, getting another designer and teaching them. Because can, can, I, can I interrupt and quickly say that this also is, we've said that as a family we are, we tend to be people that really like, we enjoy helping people, yeah. it, you know, it's so, it, we, we like to help people, if, if it, even if it's something small, we, that's the kind, the kind of people who are very yeah. giving and we want to give our 100% our best to, yeah. so that's why this avenue that Richard's talking going to be talking about is it's why, why, it's, why it's yeah. gone down that route yeah, yeah totally. and, and that's it so you know the idea of doing an online course of how to paint like we do it totally fits into our mould as people and yeah, our, whole ethos. Our, our ethos of yeah. like we want to help people and we want to kind of yeah. so it totally fits into our character kind of thing and you, I don't think you can do it if you don't have you can't yeah. do it for the money you can't yeah, I you wanna, need to be passionate about it and I think yeah you got to be passionate about teacher. helping people and it is absolutely yeah. Yeah. if your teacher's you not passionate yeah. of, we've all had those haven't we yeah. Yeah. you end up hating a subject exactly. yeah. because yeah. you're yeah. a bad teacher exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's the thing about passion why I've constantly tr- changed direction and it's like I think I've had four direct ships offered in yeah. massive companies worldwide international companies but I realised very early on what I enjoyed about what I do is designing yeah. not management of people I yes. love designing and I'm still as passionate now at 60 this year 
as I was when I was 18 when I started. 60 to new 50. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, I don't want to lose that passion. Yeah. And I, I, the gentleman that taught me, he started teaching me at 67, and he still passionately loved what he did. And it taught me a lesson that it's wonderful to be able to do a job that you feel passionate about yeah. when you reach retirement. Yeah, absolutely. So, you had a, you've been gifted then, haven't you? Because mm, you've had a wonderful life in doing that. Absolutely. So many people get stuck in mundane career mm. paths that mm. they find it difficult to get out of. Well, I but wouldn't want like, to retire. It's not so like going to work, is it? Being a, design, no. being a creative and a designer in our workspace, it's not like going to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's stress like everything else. Yeah. But but it's not. It's a, it's a vocation. It's something that you, you couldn't not do. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think because yeah. I always had this little monkey on my shoulder in the way of whether that's a phrase or not, I'm going to coin it. This is, this is mis- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that you know, I've I've just kind of gone and gone and worked with my dad. I've just fallen into it, and I can see I to- I can totally appreciate it's been a very straightforward, easy avenue. But it comes back to what you were saying, where you've got to kind of recognise your mentors when you come across them yeah. and I recognised that yeah. I, I could get such a brilliant training off my dad and it and okay it's on my doorstep uh, and it seems really easy well why not yeah. you know make the most of it and I kind of thought it's a great chance it to do it so enough, it was an opportunity and yeah and I thought well, I think that sometimes there's an attitude that you've got to go the hard route you've got to fight through the mud to carve out a career for yourself but I, you know I, I just thought your family yeah, mm-hmm. and it yeah. depends on the relationships within that yeah. family too. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I, I, I always have this kind of maybe I feel attitude like everything's that everything's been handed on a plate. Yeah, 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 a little I bit. Think, but while yeah. I completely appreciate, I've had a really good leg up. But well, in the other instance, I want want to completely make the most of it, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And you know, but no, it works ex- both ways, as your dad said earlier. You know, you you've all brought things to oh, all of you have brought things definitely. to the table, and I think. In doing so, you've expanded the business and you're about yeah. to do so again, aren't yeah. you? But I think what's so wonderful about what you were talking about earlier with the, the training yeah. programme that you're going to do moving forward is it's not just for designers, it's for creatives. Yeah, yeah. You're teaching people how to paint, yeah. how to understand light, the, mm. as you say, the tools, the light, the form, and whether you're going to use those teachings to create a design or a beautiful piece of exactly, artwork yeah. um, is irrelevant, really. Yeah, it's totally, it's yeah. for the person that, that, that signs in to mm. take to take that journey to work wherever they... Everybody's got a vision when they when they look for a teaching, yeah. they? when, yeah. they, when they've mm. got a passion to do something. Um, everybody has an idea of what they kind of want to do towards the end. Yeah. And your skill set and your generations of learning is going to be what is facilitated, really. It's mm. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... I think what's going to help carry it through is just we are all so passionate about about the whole thing, really, and it's. And you care about techie it. skills. This is what's going yeah. to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, well, this is where yeah. This is where it's good yeah, because when we speak to other people that are maybe been in the industry, you know, obviously a lot longer than, than yeah. us, that shows we're talking and. Why would you want to do that? But I think what's good about us is we've got dad that has all this knowledge. Look, you know, he passed passed on to us, but he, he has all this. It's like a little time capsule of like yeah. so, you know, design kind of thing, a dynasty. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. but then combining it with our youth and that we energy, uh, yeah, energy, yeah. And, and to be able and knowing the internet and Richard seeing the potential in it, yeah. And that it's all going online and everything. That combining those, it's yeah. it's just. I think a lot of people. 
Well, the, that's yeah, because that's either one or the other. Because that's you know? another side to it that excites me is that industry is is growing and growing. You know, on self learning online and that kind of thing. You yep. see all kinds of. I saw LinkedIn recently. <laughs> they're launching their own, own online courses, and it, that that industry is booming. So that's another attractive uh, point as well. It's just it, so much is going that way, yeah. you know. So it, I know I there's not opportunities there. Pe- more and more people are having more leisure time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, it, it's something this, they can yeah. do, and it's accessible mm. as well. Mm. But they, it, they they seek escapism yeah. as well, don't they? Really? Mm. Yeah. I think we all live such wired lives. We have to get out of that noise every now and again and do something that goes back to basics. Yeah. Mm. You know, skills these things using your hands mm, yeah, but I think but one thing I think will happen over the next so many years is this kind of self-learning online and people even people doing things just straight through YouTube are, are gonna start undercutting universities courses and yeah. you, you got people who really really know the industry to the point and then they're showing it all online how to get there from A to B and they're given a lot more concise industry-led uh, advice than you're getting from university courses which and, is, it, which and is this important. is what where yeah. I, this is where especially with you know dad could talk about it this courses in textile design are really kind of they're not facilitating the the kind of work that the kind of our style you know the raw painted drawing yeah. they're not facilitating that kind of push as much anymore so this is kind of our fight back in a way. It's kind of thing we want to teach these. <laughs> Bring creativity yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. Te- yeah. Get rid of the fluff and teach the raw. Yeah, exactly. The raw yeah. There's so many people just don't have the opportunity to learn. Yeah, and, that, and that's they, a problem, yeah. yeah. They've not had the, it's, yeah, they've just not been able no, to connect. Not had the chance. I yeah. was at a university probably a few years ago. They asked me to come and talk to students at the end of the year. And I can remember, I taught students going back early 90s. Oh, and the students at that time were arrogant, they were going to change the world. Yeah. Which you want students to be, you want them to yeah. believe and have yeah. the passion. But with this recently, I went to this university and I was shocked by the depressed state of the students, oh. how lacking in belief they were, how they felt they'd wasted the three years. That I offered to go and teach for a day or two for free yeah. because I was so yeah. upset by what I'd seen. Um, but they never got back to me. And I, I got told by somebody that knew the university that basically they don't want people in there that, that know what they're talking the about. Time. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. I've offered my time so for year, forever, mm. actually, the, t- the last 20 years. Um, and some people take it up, and other people, they just don't bother, mm. as you say. Just and can't it, understand. And yet, know. having access to industry experts is critical yeah. for students. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely critical. So. And I think, you know, you see that through my work now in Intel that the industry, the print industry, is desperately trying to improve that and actively engaging mm. to bring the knowledge. Because at the end of the day, the print industry needs people to work in it. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, and we all have to collaborate and share and share knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. Because print, I've, I've had a wonderful career for the last 30 years in print. Um, and, and, and you have too. Mm. And I wouldn't want somebody to miss out on that, as you say, because they weren't inspired at university. Exactly. Which is I think why it's you important. get. Yeah. You yeah. want youth exactly. is so important. You want them to be creative. You want them to be arrogant. You want them to believe they can change yeah. the world. You know, yeah. it, it, life knocks enough out of you. You don't want it knocking at that stage. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's where the most creative is often often come from. And um, when we do this trade 
training courses. I used to do training courses for people in industry. And they, a customer asked me to list everything down on the training. And I did all these comments. And then my very last comment was, and if you feel need, you need to, ignore everything about the above. If you feel strongly enough that it needs to go in a certain direction. Right. Because if you just follow a set of rules, you'll never be totally creative. You, you've got to know the, the tools, but still have the belief to make those leaps of faith mm -hmm. and try something completely different. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you have to have the courage, don't you? Yes. And yes. if you look at all the best designers or artists in history, they've all had incredible courage and mm. perseverance, as you said before. They've continued regardless because it was their passion mm. from the very beginning, you know. Mm. Stay, you know, whether it's food, horrible digs while you're at university, and all of those <laughs> things that we've all, you know, yeah. we've all had experiences of. But you have to have belief in yourself. And, mm. and what you said about, you know, visiting a, 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 and lecturing students who don't have that, that's mm. the tragedy. And that has to mm. stop, doesn't it, really? It does. Yeah, it does. It has to, has to move forward. Yeah. So I think, I think we're probably coming up to our last question. <laughs> we've been chatting for ages and we had a little conversation about this earlier we had a chat about the new training yeah when when do you think you that will be live maybe another six months or something yeah yeah when in another six, uh, six months yeah. or so when it when it's yeah uh, so that's something to look forward live. to for autumn yeah mm. brilliant absolutely yeah. well we'll make sure we advertise it on the website for yeah yeah we'll do yeah. a big push because yeah. i'm so passionate about that too you know people well, kids uh, have got to have access yeah to yeah. knowledge yeah. Yeah, it's it's really important, really important. And one of the questions on my list, we had a little chat about this before as well, was, Jeff, we've spoke about this in the past about producing your own fabric collections. Mm. You've always, it's always been a, uh, always been on the horizon. Do you think you might? I would still like to believe we could. Yeah. Um, the problem is because in freelance, we've always, I've always found, I even struggled for a long time to get a portfolio. Yeah. Because I was so commissioned all the time. Yeah. You're a catch twenty two, because your commission, which is very good, you're not building a portfolio, so you're not getting out finding new clients. Yep. Um, and it was only with Richard joining me and the electronic side of his knowledge yep. that allowed us to develop the portfolio. Um, but I've always had the passion. I'd love to do my own fabrics and wallpapers. Our so if somebody, if somebody came up to you, like I mean, you know, at the end of the day, that's what happened to John Wilman. Mm. You know, he was a designer out there, and he was he originally started producing a license under license and things mm. like that. So, if a super brand came along and they were interested, would that be something you would might consider doing something under licensing, or yes. would you want to remain in control? Well, you probably no, still I think could. we would. I think we would. We, we have got a range of carpets on license yeah. with a Danish yeah. company, uh, which we've been really pleased with. Yeah. yeah. So yes, we we would we'd like it, that as well. I mean, we, it's the old thing of fingers in pies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think now in this world you can no longer just do one thing. Yeah. I think you've got to be a broad, have a broad spectrum of things you can do. Yeah. Um, and plus, I would rather that anyway because it makes life more interesting. Yeah. They're the experts at, at, mm. at exactly. buying, stocking, warehousing, selling, and everything else. Really, I think maybe what's held in my uh, held back thinking about doing something like that is that we don't have. Say, if we were Jeff Hale, you were Jeff Hale, the designer. But that that was a brand of the studio. Yes. It was yes. Jeff Haley. Uh, maybe someone w might want to attach Jeff Haley to their design collection, but I've yeah. always had it. it's just Haley Studios. It's a, a we're a service. It's yeah. not a. 
I, I never see Hale Shoes as a brand. I see it as like a service yeah. business. Yeah. So I, I've always think people are going to want to put Hale Shoes as the service business against a, a collection of, uh, does, uh, you know, against a collection. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, kind of blocking. putting a block in, yeah. Mm. But this is where we, with the training, the because the, the training is not going to be under Hell Shoes. It's going to be under its uh, own name, and I'm going to keep the name That's quiet for time. Yeah, I'm really, well, I'm really, yeah. I'm really, really chuffed with the name. It's rare that you come up with a name for something and you and you're like, yes, hundred percent behind it. I'm still happy with it. But it's but that I'm going to I want to wait for the big reveal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be built up as a brand. You know, that's yeah. going to be really. Selling out us, you're going to see a bit more of us yeah. behind the scenes, and yeah. but yeah. I, I want to take that in a brand direction, not the way Hell Studios has been, yeah. if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Oh, okay, we should revisit that then. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, yeah, if you don't, Jeff, the Jeff H collection, or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the Armani of home furniture. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so you have, I mean, just finishing though, I mean, you have had. You've created some of the best-selling patterns worldwide I've that had, have produced millions of meters. I've had the best-selling wallpaper in Walmart in America in the year. Really? I've had best-selling carpets in America. I've had best-selling rugs, best-selling bedding. I have the. You know, I always thought, why can't I have done this for myself some point along the way? <laughs> so I seem to have earned a lot of people a, a lot, lot of money. money. Oh. Um, but I've been, I've been happy. I've enjoyed it. That's exactly why somebody should license some of your designs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh. No, it's, it's true. Listening. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening? Yeah. Get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a really good high note to end on, actually. Do yes. you guys yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, really I enjoyed good. that. Thank oh. you. Well, thank you so much for my. Wonderful afternoon tea. Oh, my <laughs> pleasure. Yeah, it was it was it's a joy. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and on the first day of spring too, the weather. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really oh. good, guys. Thank you so much for your time. It's been wonderful. No problem. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.